Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com you're the mom the maid the keeper of the cookies you do it all and you look good doing it it's parenthood on a mother level here's your host denise hanitka Hey everybody, it's On A Mother Level. I'm Denise Hanitka. Thanks so much for joining us for episode 29. This episode I think you're going to really enjoy because it came from a completely organic place. I hate words like organic, but I think this fits as an organic conversation. Marianne Tyler is with me. She is a mom in the Quad City area and she was paying a visit to the studio, which you will hear her explain. And I thought she might come on for maybe 10, 15 minutes, and then I would give you another guest. But we had such a fun and hilarious conversation that I want to give it all to you now. And so she is going to be our main guest for today. Um, Also, at the end of this episode, you're going to hear the recap of The Bachelor, episode two. People on Instagram said you wanted to hear it again, so I am happy to bring it to you. And I decided that as long as I recap, I'm going to have a little guest do some recapping with me. So people on Instagram voted for Lauren Jackson to make another appearance and talk a little about Peter. And um, so far, she's not a fan. She's canceling Hannah Brown. She's not a fan of Peter. And um, we're going to get to all of her hot takes coming up later in the episode. So for now, please welcome Marianne Tyler. And if you would, please write a little rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps the podcast tremendously. So give us a five stars. Say something nice in the review so I can read it later. And here we go, episode 29. How has your day been going? Have you been having as much fun as me? I have had the best time. I didn't know what to expect coming here. Um, It's far surpassed my expectations, so thank you so much. Tell me how you came to have this special visit at Channel 8. Um, I was at a fundraiser uh, for the kids' school, and we were sitting around and had been drinking, and one of the... All the best stories start that don't way. Don't they? They do. <laughs> it's true. Um, and they, one of the things that came up for auction was a day with you at WQAD, and as soon as they announced it, I, I looked at my husband and I said, oh, I've always wanted to be on TV. And he just kind of looked at me and was like, uh-huh. And I mean, I, I knew that's not what the package was. Like I knew, I, you know, the person wasn't going to be on TV. They were going to get a day yeah. you know, behind the scenes. And um, so one of my friends that we were sitting with started 
bidding on it. And I thought, oh, that's so nice. Like he's always oh, gonna try to win this for his granddaughter. That's so sweet. And then he, he ended up winning it. His bid was the highest. And he looked at me and he goes, I hope you're excited to spend the day at WQAD. And I, it was just the sweetest thing ever. So thank oh you, Dan. Gosh. If you're listening, thanks, Dan. Love you. That is so cool of him to do it for It was you. really, really cool. Yes. Well, and it was funny because all I heard was just that a Marianne had won the package and was coming. And so I was surprised <laughs> when I called Marianne and you were like, hey, like, I'm not a child, just FYI. Yep. Hey, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> I'm not in third grade. Yeah. I was, a little, I was a little worried about that. I thought, oh my gosh, she's expecting a grade school kid and... Here I am, but thank you for welcoming me in. Well, so you've asked some really great questions, which has made it really fun. We also spent a sizable portion of the day talking about 90 Day Fiance, which is also fun. The best show ever. (laughs) So we could talk about 90 Day Fiance, but we're not. So I want to (laughs) know what's what's been the most um, surprising thing about spending the day at a news station? Definitely that... In the studio, when you guys are doing the news, there's no one else there. It is just you and the weather guy mm-hmm. and the other newscaster and nobody else. Like the no. cameras are, they're like robotic and there aren't camera people moving them around. They move by themselves and it's so quiet. And yeah. then when you guys pause for like a clip to play, you know, on, t- on the t- on television, it's just silence. You guys just kind of sit there and wait for your next cue. And that was shocking to me. I thought it would be like chaos and people running around and just quiet on the set. Like I thought it would be like people like yelling and no, it wasn't like that at all. Yeah. That was shocking. It's very calm. Well, and you know, today everything is planned. We don't have any crazy breaking news scenarios because if let's say a tornado suddenly came through, there would be an awful lot of loudness, I'm for sure. sure. Yeah. But, you know, being a small market TV station, that doesn't happen too often. I mean, I was telling you that the last time we had something really developing and breaking in the moment was when the flood wall, wall fail happened almost a year ago now right. um, in Davenport. So that day was pretty lively. But otherwise, for the most part, we are... We're prepared going in, and we're pretty structured going in Very to what structured. we're going to talk about. That, yeah. Yes, that was... That was surprising. I also got to teach you a lot about how to not look schlumpy when you <laughs> sit down because nobody's lap looks good when they're sitting N- ever. And nobody wants to look schlumpy. No. So yes, I did learn. I le- I'm, I'm really happy that I learned about that for all the times I'll be sitting in front of a TV camera. Um, yeah. There, yeah. Well, there's just a lot of things to think about and I just, I don't know how you do it. Because I would obsess. Well, you saw me today. Yes. Like obsessing on the fact that apparently no one has told me. No one has told me this ever. That my head <laughs> apparently tilts to one side, and I, I still didn't have know not that. Seen the head tilt. But I mean, immediately it was when on you every camera. The camera. It was you on were every. Like, What's happening with my head? And you like kind of. I tried to push it to the <laughs> other side. I didn't know that my head tilted, and it does. I I can't. How could you not see that? It was on every single camera. There was no head tilt. Okay. See, right. Well, you're very sweet. Well, but. my thing that I feel like I have that I'm sure no one else notices is I believe I have two different sized eyes. Oh, I think most people do. I do. Yeah, but I feel like mine's like really bad. You know? Do you think that your left one is bigger? One of them is bigger. I don't know. Yeah, I think which your left one. one's a yeah. little. 
C. That's your left. Yeah, your C, left one. See, you're not bit. as nice as me. No. I, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm supposed to lie. I'm sorry. You're like, and also you have a big bump in your nose, and maybe you could like try using a contour. Maybe use like some bronzer. I didn't mean that it's freakishly larger. I just meant it's a That's little. Fine. Bit, okay. I'm so glad you came. I bet you are. <laughs> so um, it's been a learning experience of a day, and just yes. a lot of just um, hanging around and and explaining what the heck we do around here it is let's see more or less glamorous than you expected it's okay to less. say less <laughs> less when i showed you our makeup area <laughs> our that crusty was, without a doubt the best part it's like some light some bright lights and then a dirty counter yes <laughs> I mean, I, yeah i'm not afraid to own that that yeah is the, that's the case yeah yeah so the next time you see me on TV, just know that I put my face on in front of a dirty, trashy mirror. Yeah. You do a great job, though. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> all right. So always on the podcast, we go through our wins and our fails for the week. And yes. so do we both decided that our fails are the easiest to think of. That so was let's so start easy. with those. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So my fail, without a doubt, um, is on my finger. Um, right now as we speak, um, I have sort of an addiction, Okay. um, a problem, some would say, <laughs> um, I say just an interest or a hobby, Okay. but uh, you know, other people may call it an issue or an addiction or a problem. What is it? I'm a little obsessed with pawn shops. Oh my gosh. Really? I didn't ever, I had never been in one. Until August of this year, okay, or of, of 2019, <laughs> and um, now I can't stop. What what brought you into a pawn shop for the first time? Um, I was looking to sell my uh, engagement ring, okay, uh, and my okay. husband and my ex husband's um, our rings. Um, we had always sat. We got divorced. Gosh, eleven years ago. Okay, and we always said that we would sell the rings and that we would put the money into the kids' college fund. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good, yeah, right? I like so it. I had the rings forever, and I never did anything with them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got those rings. I need to, you know, so I, I called them, and I said, okay, I'm going to see if I can sell them. Yeah. Okay, well, that, let me, this is a great topic. Let me tell you something <laughs> about <laughs> the jewelry world. Okay, so I know how much these rings cost originally and what sure. they were purchased yeah. for. So I went into a pawn shop. And I, they took them and they looked at them under microscopes and whatnot. And they said, okay, this is what we're willing to give you for them. And it was one-tenth oh, of what was paid. And I thought, oh, my gosh. That, no, that's crazy. So I took the rings and I went to a jewelry okay. store, a jeweler. And I said, you know, you, you buy gold and whatnot. How much would you give me for these? And the jeweler told me he wasn't interested in my oh, ring at all. Oh, wow. And I was like, it's a I, oh, it was terrible. I was like, <laughs> no, it's a good diamond. And no, what are you talking about? And I know how much this cost. And he goes, yeah, I got to be honest with you. It's a princess cut diamond. It's a square. Those aren't popular right now. We can't even give those wow. away. Wow. And oh I was gosh. like, I didn't know princess cuts were out. <laughs> That's apparently. So I was like, oh, my gosh. So I was just like just dumbstruck. I was like, you, 
you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so I decided, forget it. I called my ex-husband. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. I'm keeping the rings and we're just giving the diamond. Like, like our daughter, will ha- she can have the diamond and do what she yeah. wants with it. So, but then I started thinking when, <laughs> when I had been in the pawn shop, if they were only going to give me one-tenth of what I paid, what do they sell their jewelry for? Oh, gosh. So I went back in and that's when it all started. And it is amazing. Well, I, I, I'm not kidding you. Okay, so I've purchased, I purchased several. I, I don't, several. I won't say how many, but several, several, several rings. And I have sat my children down and said, "You are never to buy a diamond from a jewelry store." And I'm wow. sorry if I'm upsetting anyone who is listening. But well, I'm, you're upsetting me. I'm upsetting you. Do you have stock in a jewelry store? Um, no, but I love jewelry like a lot. And um, my in-laws' family has a jewelry store. Oh, sorry. And so I have like a real vested interest. No, it's fine. But I mean, you are you are talking to a fellow jewelry lover, okay. regardless okay. of where we get it. Yes. 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 And and it doesn't bother me that someone else wore yeah. it. I yeah. don't care about that. That's yeah. fine. See, I would feel a little bit like like superstitious. Really? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't bother me. You know what oh. I mean? Like, uh-uh. what if I'm like walking around with, you know, like like a divorce ring? Like that would upset me, you know? So then my daughter shouldn't take the ring that I was think that's the different. diamond that was. I think, oh, that's, think that's different. different. You okay. know what I mean? Because there's like, but like, what if you know? What if? Well, what if somebody died wearing this ring? Whatever. Also, very what, upsetting. See, that just. I mean, I don't know. I feel that's unfortunate. <laughs> But like, I'm why sorry should? Sorry to hear that. Why should the ring go to waste? No, that's true. That's true. But I, mean, I am I, real. I'm very superstitious. I'm oh. weird. I'm weird about that. Okay. You know what we'll I mean? We'll see. This like, may not I be liked, for you. Um, I really liked a house once when my husband and I were house hunting, uh-huh. and we went up to the master bedroom, and there were only clothes on one side of the closet, and I said, "No, this house has bad vibes. This is a divorce house." And a Okay, but see, I kind of understand that. (laughs) Okay. Because I once went into a house when we were looking at houses, and I just felt like there were bad, it was a bad feeling, and so we walked out. Okay. So that I don't think is that weird. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just like, I'm weirdo about superstitions. Gotcha. (laughs) Well, then maybe pawn shops aren't for you, (laughs) Denise. I don't know. Although my husband does love a pawn shop because he is a gun collector. So he finds all kinds of treasures. Oh, gosh. It's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. I mean, like, a ring that I... I, it just amazes me. A ring that, is a that you would ring. Pay, thank you that you would pay thousands of dollars for in a jewelry yeah. store, you can get for hundreds at a pawn shop. Yeah, it's amazing. And so anyway, so my, the reason it's my fail of the week is because yeah, yeah, yeah. I banned myself <gasps> from pawn shops. I said it's I've I've bought too many. I don't. Who really needs yeah. this money? I mean, who? Nobody. Nobody needs this money. Rings. I know, I and I, I think people need many rings. Do you? Yeah. Okay, well, good, because that's my fail of the yeah, week. I, have, I went I'm back and one, two, three, four, five oh, rings. Oh, jeez. Right yeah, that is yeah. a lot. <laughs> I guess you would understand. <laughs> well, understand. so yeah, that was my fail. Um, I banned myself from pawn shops, and oops, I oh went into gosh. one and I bought this. So I feel like you are like people who have to tell the casinos not to let them in anymore. <laughs> I don't have a gambling problem, thank God, but. Um, yeah, I would, I would probably be a person who would have to be like, cut me off. Just don't <laughs> let me in. I don't know. 
Of course, the pawn shops love seeing me come. They're like, right. oh, it's you again. Marianne, yeah. let us show you our newest items. <laughs> This is so fantastic. Bad. It's so bad. I love it. My daughter just rolls her eyes. Oh gosh. Yeah, and my but son, she's gonna get some great stuff. She really so is. She should. Con- she yes. And I tried to remind her of that, but it was really bad. When I hit rock bottom, and that's when I. That is when I had to cut myself off. My son, this is so. This is such a big fail. This happened okay. several months ago. My son almost didn't get lunch. Because I was at a pawn shop. This is, I can't even believe I'm admitting this because this makes me sound like okay. a terrible mother. You're hungry. Your son is hungry and starving. He is starving hungry and starving. And in the cold. He's not in the cold. Oh, I just added that. You're, just, you're making this more dramatic <laughs> than it really is. So he was getting his braces put on. Okay. So I'm not going to sit there for an hour and a half no. while he's getting his braces on. It just so happens that there's a great pawn shop. Less than a mile away. Oh my God, I'm going to like my <laughs> stomach is killing me. So great. I, I left him there because I was told an hour and a half. So I went to this pawn shop, found something I fell in love with, and it had my children's birthstones in it. So come on, that's a sign. Yes. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to run home. Not run. I don't run. I, I'm going to drive home and I'm going to get some jewelry to sell to the pawn shop to offset the cost. <laughs> So I drive home, get some jewelry, because, you know, I've got, that's what I do. I buy rings at pawn shops, so I've got some laying around. So I bring them to the pawn shop. Well, their computers were slow or whatever. So it was taking forever for them to, like, figure out what they were going to give me and then how much they were going to charge me for this ring. And my phone rings, and it's my son, and he's like, um, where are you? And I said, um, it has not been an hour and a half. And he said, well, I'm done. My braces are on. So are you coming to get me? And I said, yeah, babe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of a transaction. <laughs> He's like, where are you? And I, I, I can't lie to my kids. I'm, I, you know, I probably could have easily said, like, the grocery store. But no. I was like, babe, I'm at the pawn shop, okay? I got to just, let me just get this. <laughs> oh, that is rock bottom. Oh, that was really bad. That and is so, rock bottom. So he's like, come get me. So I said to the people, I have to go get my son. So just keep this stuff, finish writing out the transaction, and then I will be back. I'm going to go pick him up, and I will bring him with me back in. And they said, no. If you leave right now, you're going to have to take all your jewelry with you because, by law, you cannot leave it here because we haven't finished the transaction yet. Oh. So I'm like, how long is that going to take? And they're like, oh, just like five more minutes. So 15 minutes later, my phone rings again, and my son is like, Mom, I'm sitting here, my teeth hurt, and if you don't get me right now, I'm not going to get back in school in time for lunch. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, that was it. That's when I knew it was really bad. So I, yeah. so I left. I mean, they had, made the, they had finished the transaction, of course, so I left and I went and got him. <laughs> and then I had to swing back by with him so that I could get the new ring. And he, oh, he was so mad. Oh, the looks the looks that he was giving me. And so we got in the car and I was driving back to school and I said, babe, like I'll stop somewhere and get you lunch. You're not going to miss any classes. Yeah. Like we're, it's time. We're still okay. And he just sat there and he just wouldn't even look at me. And when we were at a stoplight, were you like, but look, it has your birthstone. <laughs> he wouldn't know. I should have, but he wouldn't have cared. And so, yeah. And so at a stoplight, I looked at him and I said, my gosh, buddy, I'm so so sorry. Yeah. I've now hit rock bottom and I'm going to make you a promise that I'm not going to go to any more pawn shops. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, 
like, you're lying. And I'm like, I'm not lying. I really, I won't go anymore. And I held to that for a month and a half. A wow. month and a half. How I did you make it that long? It shut, Denise, you have no idea how hard it was. I looked online. But, but I didn't buy anything. Oh, my God. So, yes. So that's, that was when I hit rock bottom. That was my biggest fail. That was like a fail of the year. Yeah. What has been like your greatest pawn shop treasure? Like what's the best thing you found at a pawn shop? Mm, well, definitely jewelry because that's all yeah. I go to look for. But like is there a certain um, piece? Probably, probably the one that, that was my downfall. The one, okay. I mean, it well, is. it's certainly memorable. It is. Oh, gosh, it's so gorgeous. I should have worn it today, so yeah. you can see it. It's a it's a pear shaped diamond. It's a carrot, and then the band on top is alternating rubies and diamonds. Oh whoa! And those are like I said, they're birthstones, and um, it is it is shocking how little I paid for it, wow. and it's real because yeah. um, because when you have a problem like this, you go all in, and so I have I own a diamond tester as well. Do you really? Yes, as well as the loop lens that you use to look to see the clarity. <laughs> Some of us have problems, and that's mine. Oh, my gosh. The secret life you lead. Oh, this terrible. is fantastic. Yeah. My fail sounds so boring now. Oh, no. Well, that's because I made mine take, like, 25 minutes. Um, 18 minutes and 30 seconds, Oh, Okay, thank you. What is your fail, Denise? Tell me how have you okay. failed. Tell me if this has happened to you. So this okay. is really the first Christmas that my son actually asked for something because he's old enough to understand that you asked oh, Santa for okay. something, you know, cause yeah. he's three. So he loves trucks. He has all the trucks already owns the trucks. Okay. So when he told Santa that he wanted an excavator and a dump truck, I thought oh, we already have like a bunch of those. I'm getting you other stuff. Oh no. Well, oh. well the past couple of days though, he keeps talking about how Santa didn't bring him <gasps> what he wanted. I had no idea that, like, his intentional asking was something he was going to remember. So he's like, yep, Santa didn't bring me that dump truck. I asked for an excavator and didn't get one. And I I was like, oh, no. Because you I can't fix that. Like, no. Christmas is over. Santa came. It's over. Yeah. So he, like, doesn't understand why Santa didn't bring him the dump truck he and the excavator. He thinks Santa hates him. He just, like, he just is like, well... I thought if I asked for the uh-huh. excavator that I would get the excavator. Oh, boy. Because I thought, well, first of all, why would he care if he gets an excavator and a dump truck? That's because what he, he asked has for. Both, but he has both of those things. So I just figured, like, oh, no big deal. He oh, doesn't no big deal. He's shattered for life now. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, like, is that, like, a common failure? Like, or, or does everyone know to get their kid the thing they asked for, even if the thing they asked for they already have? Okay, that is tough because if he, that is tough because if my kids asked for something they already had, I, yeah, I think I'd be like, you already have that. Yeah. But my kids are older now. Um, you know, he's just three. I, I bet you, I bet you that happens a lot and I shouldn't be so hard on you. I think <laughs> that that probably happens a lot and, and it's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So he's been talking about it recently and how uh, much easier would it have been? I mean, it's not like he asked for a certain size of an excavator. Like I could have gotten him world's stupidest excavator and dump truck and he wouldn't have known any I different. Know. Oh, boy. So yeah, that well, was now a big you, screw but, up. Well, you learned maybe. Did you learn? Yes. Okay. I mean, if I'm gonna, see, see I, I guess I just like maybe just didn't take 
I didn't take him seriously as far as like remembering what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't really know how smart they are until all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, you you do know I some stuff. I think they're pretty smart. And you do remember some stuff. Yeah. But until you realize that, you just kind of, I don't know, assume that he'll forget that coming up, yeah. you know? Well, but maybe. No. Oh, well, I was going to so say Santa maybe in a few. Santa was a big letdown. Even though we got loads and loads of stuff. Oh, I'm sure. He yeah. didn't get the two things he asked for, and that's because I refuse to oh, give it to him. Oh, my gosh. I, Santa. Right. On behalf of Santa. Santa, right. You know, right. obviously. Now, what, oh, now see, is it going to screw things up if he were to say, what if he were to get those for maybe his birthday? He's going to have to wait till September for that. That's, that's far a, that's away a, that's for a, a three-year-old. Yeah. And how would you work Santa into that? Well, and what's the problem here is that the Santa trust has been broken. Yeah. You know what I mean? The confidence, the trust, the bond that they worked so hard to establish that day. <gasps> oh my gosh, you could, no, no, no. You can still make this right. You could still get the excavator and the, what's the other thing? You dump, truck. Drum, dump truck. Dump <laughs> truck. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Um, get them. Oh my gosh, you could do this one of two ways. You could get those, wrap them up uh-huh. in Christmas paper. Okay. And then either like shove them under the couch or something. And then when he's home, when you're in the same room with him, you could be like, what's that sticking out of the from under the couch? And then he, it could just be like, it's there all along. Yeah. And you guys just We just missed it because Santa missed it. shoved it under the couch. Right. Or you could get those, wrap them, and then like have them delivered, quotes. Like you could say, this came today, and like write a note from Santa. That said like, hey, like so sorry about this. I found these at the bottom of my bag. I don't know how I missed them. Oh you could God. fix this. I could salvage this, yes. You could fix so it. So maybe if he keeps talking about it, maybe yes. I'll have to look into that. Because I yes. do not want the trust to be broken. No, because you know, he's, he's still got little. so many years that he could just, I know, you could, oh, I love the Santa thing. I know. I, oh. It is so fun. I really, really loved it this year, even though I... Even though you screwed I it really up. I really screwed it up. So that's a pretty big fail, I think. I mean, well, yeah, because it's coming back to haunt you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Poor sweet boy. <laughs> Poor just boy. a poor sweet boy. <laughs> um, on the other hand, I do feel like I won with him. Oh, okay. Um, in these past couple of weeks. And it's just, it's been so cute recently. So Abram's other great love is dinosaurs. Okay. So he loves a dinosaur, loves a T-Rex, okay. big fan of the T-Rex. And somehow, some, I went some back way to daycare. Okay. okay? And on this back way to daycare, we happened upon this house that out front had like a, I would say it's maybe four feet tall, a like metal dinosaur in their garden. You know, it's like a like a little gold garden like sculpture. Like a four footer. Yeah, but it's tall. And it sort of looks like, you know, like, you know how Sue at the Museum oh. of Natural History is like the bones, yep. you know? So it's like made out of metal, but it's like the dinosaur bones, oh, you know, okay. in okay. the shape of a T-Rex. So I was like, Abram, look at in this yard, there's a T-Rex living there. And he's like, wow. <laughs> so now every time we get in the car... He's like, let's go past the dinosaur oh. bones. And I'm like, you bet we can go oh. past the dinosaur bones. Because mommy so, needs to make up for that yeah. Santa mistake. So yeah. now we drive past the dinosaur bones. And oh. it's so cute because, I mean, we sit every day parked outside this person's house for like a good 45 <laughs> seconds. 
because he's like talking about how the dinosaur bones probably are a little thirsty and maybe oh. like if it rained then he could have some of that water True. and um pretty soon that dinosaur he's going to grow it up. I'm like oh, very soon yeah. that dinosaur is going to grow up. Oh. So I just want whoever's house this is to know like you are providing immeasurable joy to this little 3-year-old boy who wants to go visit the dinosaur You bones. should leave them a little note. So look at me telling you what to do, but you should leave them a little note so they don't think you're stalking them. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll make their day because they'll they be like, will oh, really like that. yeah, do that, do that. And then I was thinking, where could I get one of these dinosaur bone sculptures? Mm. Yeah, maybe a note would help with that if I like attached a little email address and said like, oh, yeah, if you, know, you, yeah, if you know where to where I source could get one. one of these dinosaur bones. <laughs> <laughs> now, then if it ever goes missing, they'll think it was you that stole it. But truly, I feel like such a good mom every time I take them past the dinosaur awesome. bones because I'm like. Yes, yeah. I'll take you past the That's pretty it's great. So, it's so cute. That's really cute. We go see the dinosaur bones? Sure can, buddy. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so now you had to do what many of my guests have had to do, is ask someone yes. to help you with a win. I had to phone a friend you know. <laughs> to get my win. Isn't that sad? Like it's We have a hard sad. time figuring out how we did a good job when but we, we did know a right, million good jobs. Right? But we know right away what our failure is. Yeah. Well, some are more obvious than others. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, Denise. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I had to call my daughter, and it was very sweet, actually. I'm glad I had to call her to ask her this because she thought of this right away. And I hadn't even, I didn't give it much thought. So this was pretty cool. So last week, um, there was one morning where I could sleep in and my daughter drives now and, and she worked, she's worked super hard. She's worked her tail off and she bought a car. Wow. Good for her. Yes. And, um, it was from my brother. So that made it easier, <laughs> but, but yes, so she drives now. So she drives her and her brother to school. So I don't anymore, which was a huge change like that. That was a little hard this year when she started driving herself and her brother to school because I was like, oh, I used to do that. Yeah. But anyway, so based on, you know, my work schedule and stuff, there was one morning where I could sleep in last week and I was so looking forward to sleeping in and I was going to bed that night and I already told the kids I'm, I'm sleeping in tomorrow, you know, have a great day at school. I'll see you after school. And I was, I was laying there and I couldn't fall asleep. And I thought, I can't let them leave to go to school without saying goodbye. So I set my Aww. alarm and I woke up in time to run downstairs and hug them and tell them that I love them before they left. And I had totally put that in the, like I hadn't even thought twice about that. And that was the first thing my daughter said. So she remembered. Okay, now that is what makes the win the win. You know, true, the true. fact that it stood out to her that like, first of all, it was great that you performed a motherly duty and got your butt <laughs> I out of actually bed. Got That's great. Butt. I'm proud of you. That's excellent. <laughs> but honestly, though, the fact that your daughter noticed that and took note of it, that's cool. I know. I mean, that's you cool. have to appreciate that. I mean, because my kids are teenagers. So right. Like, exactly. It's yeah, I really I cherish I cherish these times when they say, hey, way to be a good mom. Yes. Yeah. And they like, she secretly wanted to see you in the yeah. morning. You know, that's yeah. really cool. That's yeah. a great mother-daughter bond. Yes. So that was for sure my win. Hey, that's awesome. Thank you. I really like that story. Thank you so much. And I hope you're able to find a dinosaur. 
I am too. And a four foot one. That's oh, no, that it's would be really so cool. cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Because it really, I mean, it really doesn't look too like ridiculous out in the front yard. You know, it's kind of unique. Yeah. It's really kind of neat. That's cool. So yeah, I always, as the mom of a three-year-old and an eleven month old, I always like try to fast forward to think about what life is going to be like when I have these two like full-grown men living in my home uh, yeah. and it's just so it's fascinating to me to talk to people who have gone through all of those years and um I don't know there's so much perspective that's gained in that that is true period of time that is you know that's true. I just I can't even picture what they will look like as these men it's and the, it they're is, gonna stink and they, and, are they too <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but oh my gosh, my son smells so bad sometimes. And like, I oh gosh, his room stinks. I don't even know why he showers. I don't understand. It's just that like boyness, oh. especially like, you know, isn't that a thing? Like when you hit a certain age, you just like, you know, you just you stink. smell. Yeah. Cause there's just like all the hormones all raging. And I don't remember no. a time where I hit an age where I started to smell. I mean, like I maybe just people didn't tell you. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I hope that I don't. I mean, I used Marianne, to. I mean, are we best friends yet? Uh, yes, yes, we are, we are, Denise. Yes, I really we are. Think we are. So, I mean, wait. No, we got to go back to this. Yeah. There is not. Did you hit an age where you start? Now, there is an age if, where you start wearing deodorant. Yeah, I would say that would. But like, that, not um, in. I don't know. I don't think girls hit an age where all of a sudden they're like whole being smells. <laughs> okay, boys do. <laughs> it's scary. Good luck. Oh, oh yeah. it's and I have, bad. And I've yet two of them. Two of them. Yeah. Two of yeah. them in my house. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah. The good things happen too, though. I mean, like, yes. there yes. will be good times. <laughs> but yes, I totally understand what you mean about, like, because when my kids were little, I was always like, what are they going to look like in the future? And how are they going to look like when they're older and when they're, like, real people? <laughs> you yes. Know? And it is, it is so much fun to to see that happen. And like my son, he, he was always worried that he was How old be, is your son now? He is 14. Okay. Daughter's and 16. Almost 15. Almost 15. Okay. And he was always worried that he was going to be the shortest kid around. And, and I was a little worried because like his dad was very short and didn't like basically grow in height at all until college. Okay. And so I just kept telling Jack that he would grow eventually and that maybe he might have to wait until he was in college to get a little taller, but it happened. It oh. happened. And there was like, he, now all he does is have these growth spurts. And so now he's like, I don't know, he's like five, nine or five, 10. Oh yeah. And so he's definitely taller than I am. And I have to like look up at him and, um, he's got this, it was his dream to have long hair because I think it's because he went to a Catholic school, um, until eighth, you know, yeah. through eighth grade. And so he always had to, he would always get in trouble. They'd say, cut your hair, you know, your bangs are too long. You just gotta, you have to cut that. And so now he's like, well, now I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to do it. And so he is growing out his hair and I think he looks really cute Aww. and it, it, it totally fits his personality. Um, but like, I never thought I would have a tall son with long hair. Like I yeah. never <laughs> guessed that when he was three. See, I think it's cool that you let him do what he wants to do in that regard. You know what I mean? Well, they have, this is the way I see it. Kids, especially teenagers, have such little control yeah. over things in their life that I, I feel like they're, 
I, I don't know. I feel like they're going to go crazy if you if they can't. They need control over something. Yeah. And so I figure that's. I don't know. That's a pretty safe way for him to have control over something. Like he should be able to have control over his own look. So that's the way I feel about it. I, don't, I know not everyone agrees. No, I love that. I really like that perspective. Yeah, when you think about how little kids have an ability to have a say. Yeah. You know? It's true. And I'm telling you what, anxiety, I keep moving this mic. I don't... No, you're fine. You sound great. I'm listening to you in my headphones. Okay, perfect. Because I keep bumping into it and it keeps yeah. shaking. And Okay. Um, so I just... There's so... This kind of leads into like a whole... Another topic. I don't know if we're going there, but... Yeah, let's go there. Okay. Um, so along with kids not really having a say in things and not having any control over much in their lives, I think, at least from what I've seen, because I have four teenagers. I mean, I have the two that I birthed, and then I have my two stepdaughters, and they're all teenagers right now. So they're 17, 16, 14, and 13. And it's... It is... I don't. I don't know if it's... Their ages. I don't know if it's how things are in the world today. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because of social media. I don't know what it is, but it is it is unbelievable to me how much anxiety these kids have. Yeah, and like I've talked to moms who even with younger kids are seeing signs of anxiety in in their younger kids. And yeah, I, and I think like I didn't have an easy. Ch- I mean, I, I didn't have a hard or terrible or a hard childhood, but I mean, I had to deal with some stuff and I mean, you just have to deal with it. Like when when I was a kid, like you didn't go talk to anyone about it. You didn't have, there wasn't medication you were put on. You just dealt with it. And I feel like now it just seems like so many kids are struggling with anxiety and depression and it scares me. I worry. I worry very much about, about today's youth. Yeah. Well, I do think the world was smaller, you know? Yes. The world was smaller in the sense that all you saw were the kids in your class. Yes. The kids at your house and in the neighborhood. True. And that's all. Yep. That's true. And that's all there needed to be, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that there's a simplicity in, like, just keeping your world tiny. Yeah. Kind of like a bubble. Yeah. I kind of missed that. (laughs) When my kids were young and you can ask, well, we're not going to call it the pediatrician, but... Sometime we could call up the pediatrician. I asked if my kids could have trackers put in them. Shut up. When they were toddlers, because I was so worried about yeah. how th- the world was going. And I, yeah, I wanted, I wanted trackers put behind their ear. And my pediatri- pediatrician was like, what? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, 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 they do that. They do that with prisoners in California. <laughs> like, Here's some articles that I printed <laughs> out from I MSNBC. Out He's <laughs> like, no, Marianne, we're not doing that. And I was like, no, but really, I just, what if somebody takes them and I just need to know where they are? And, yeah. And then he's like, well, you probably want them to live in a bubble. And I was like, yes, yes. So I think you're right. I, it, there is something to say about the world being so big now. Just so having access. So do you remember what age were they when social media like really became a thing in their lives? Ooh. Because I feel like, okay, so I joined Facebook in 2000. Six. Okay. 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 All right. So that's when it first became available to college kids, and that's when when I um, joined it. When it was just like your picture. Were you in college then? 
I was. Oh I my was gosh, a senior so in college young. in 2006. Oh, wow. Well, see, I'm the oldie here at the newsroom. You what? know what I mean? Like, like all the young kids who oh, work here. Oh, that's true. In the... I'm a real oldie around oh, okay. here. And they're like, oh, like you're kind of old now, lady. I'm like, oh, yeah, boy. I am. <laughs> you're not that old. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, like perspective-wise, they all come in here and they're like, I was born in 95. When Ooh. were you born? And I'm like, ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, so 2006, okay, so 2006. Been when Facebook comes around. Okay. I joined it in like 2008. Okay. Okay. So I like was, in the last 10 years is when it's really taken off. Yes. So they like, they would have been very little. Yeah. They still. didn't have, yeah, yeah. They, so they weren't allowed. Let's see. I would say they didn't get into like social media or anything until they had a phone. Mm-hmm. And... They were allowed to get their phones when they were, tw- uh, I think, 12. Okay. 12 or 13. So they've, I only, think they've only had them for a couple of years. Yes. And it happened pretty quick, though, like, especially with my daughter. Like, for the first, I would say, six months, it was, she just used her phone, like, to, to text me or to make phone calls to, like, basically, like, family members yeah. or whoever. And then at about the six-month mark is when all of a sudden I saw all these, like, apps on her phone. And I was like, what's this? What's this? And then that's when the – yeah. And I didn't allow her to have Facebook probably until she was, I don't know, at four, 15, 14? Yeah. Maybe 14. So did you notice, like, at any point did you start noticing, maybe not necessarily a change in behavior or, like, an influence that social media or um, yes, constantly, closer access to technology? Constantly in her room. Really? Con- I mean, it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, without a doubt. And, you know, the pediatrician has said the same thing. Like, you know, social media is great for some things, but they're seeing a huge increase in kids totally withdrawing and depression is, you know, skyrocketing, anxiety is skyrocketing. And so, yes, I did. She started spending tons of time in her room and Mm -hmm. she would just be on that phone. Yeah. And that's hard to deal with because, you know, I didn't want to take it away from her because she didn't do anything wrong. So I didn't really want to punish her by taking it from her, but I, I didn't want her just constantly never seeing the light of day, you know? So how did you handle it? Uh, I, you know, we put restrictions on the phone. Like you can, you know, put in parental controls. So like the phone would turn off at a certain, not, to, you could still make emergency calls, but like yeah. the apps would turn off at a certain time. Um, I'd go up into a room and I'd say, you know, you need to put your phone down and come downstairs mm-hmm. and hang out with me or, and I mean, they always have, we always have dinner together, but I'd be like, you know, yes, dinner is over, but you don't need to race back upstairs yeah. to your room. We can hang out for a while and do something. So yeah. it, I probably, you know, I'm not the world's best mom. I didn't do all that I could. I'm sure that, you know, she was on her phone more than she should be. And I'm, she still is. And mm-hmm. my son is like addicted to video games and he plays video games all the time. But then like, but they get all A's. Like, what am I, like, how yeah. is that? I, oh, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's really yeah. hard to know what to, I don't, well, it can't be any different for teenagers than it is for us, okay? Like, let's say you have a bad day at work, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you go home and you're on Facebook and the person who you had a conflict with 
pops up on Facebook. So you can never really get away from that person or that idea or, you know what I mean? Like before the phone and before the social media, you could go home from school and whatever happened that day, you didn't have to deal with again until the next morning. Right. You didn't bring it home with you. This way, right. now it's like it always forever lives because you could get a text at any point going, hey, remember that thing that happened between you and Susie? Now... Bob says this, and there's always an update. There's always um, a storyline to follow. And, I mean, yeah, it gives you anxiety when you're an adult and you're at work and mm -hmm. you don't want to deal with this thing. Right. And then the email comes through, and you promised you weren't going to check the emails tonight because you knew that something might, you know? Yeah. It just, and to do that as a teenager when you can't really understand your emotions or your place in the world and, you know, all of those things, mm -hmm. I don't handle it well now, mm -hmm. let alone handling it at, at that age. It, yeah. That would have been terrible. Yeah. And, it, and I, but then again, do you take it away? I mean, I, there are some parents who won't let their children, you know, have phones at all or have any access to social media. Um, I'm not saying that's, I'm not saying that's wrong to do that. No, it's, no. It's so, we face such different challenges being parents today than our parents faced. I mean, I can't get over, like, our parents never had to deal no. with trying to get us to be off of our phones or, no. you know. It, well, because here's the other thing. Um, if you say no and you don't allow it, what are the chances now you are creating a sneaker? You know what see? I mean? That's right. Because that was me as a teenager. You could try to keep me away from things, and the more you kept me away from all the things, mm -hmm. the more it was like, well, I need to have something. You mm -hmm. can't control everything in my life, right? What can I speak for myself on? Uh-huh. And so it's like, and this is totally, I'm, I'm imagining so much easier said than done, but like, I would rather you tell me about it uh -huh. than hide it from me, even if it's bad, right? A hundred percent. I tell my kids that all the time. When I'm not telling them to buy rings at pawn shops instead yes. of jewelers, I am telling them, do not lie to me. They hear it all the time. I, w I don't care how bad you screwed up or what you think you did that was so terrible. Own up to it or yep. call me for help or, you know, d you will be in so much more trouble if you do it and then lie about mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And it's You'd think that as much as I've preached that to my kids, you'd think that that would stick and they'd, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm a much easier going parent than my parents were. My parents mm -hmm. were very strict and I'm not. And I think that's why I, I wanted, I want to know what my kids are doing. Like you said, like when I was a teenager, I was told I couldn't do something. I found a way to do it mm -hmm. and I lied about it. Mm -hmm. And half the time my parents didn't know where I was. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Now that I'm a parent, that's terrifying. And so I said from the very start, when I had children, I, the most important thing to me was that they be honest. So I always know where they are. Right. So I can ensure that they're safe. And so my son totally, totally took that. He, he heard me, he understood me. And he, he's honest about stuff. Even if it's bad, he, he'll own up to it. But, ooh, it was, it's, it was, it's harder with my daughter. And, yeah. and I, I don't know why that is. We're so close. We're so close. And you, I, 
I don't know what else I could do to show her that it, it would be so much better to just be honest yeah. than to have me, because I'm, I'm sneaky. I'll find out. Like, you, I'll find out. And I, and I, you know, I have ways of, of yeah. tracking you and finding you. And like yeah, yeah, we are. And you think <laughs> by now she would know that. I mean, oh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it makes me nervous. It makes me really scared. But, it does. but, but the thing that you can really look forward to is that this, even though it's, it's hard and, you know, the whole worrying about what they're doing and, and who they're hanging out with and everything, this is my favorite age. Really? This is my favorite age. Oh, I'm so interested to hear about this. Oh, my gosh. Because... Because they can sit down with me and we can discuss politics. Yeah. And we can discuss religion. And we can discuss all these things that I wanted to know. I wanted to know for years how they felt about it. And they, you know, they, kids don't have the ability to verbalize and, you know, explain how they feel. But now they're in an age where they can. Yeah. And I, oh my gosh, I dig that. I love that so much that, like, I can... Like, we, we have common interests, and we can talk about things, and, you know, I love going to Goodwill. And so I'll say to my daughter, hey, I'm going to Goodwill, and she'll hop in the car, like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And we'll end up having, like, some great conversation on the way there, and that's, look forward to that, because yeah. it's a really great, great thing. And I'm obviously only three years into the parenting game, right. but I keep <laughs> thinking this is the best age. Oh. No, this is the, you know what I mean? And and I keep waiting for the best age to be over. Like, oh no, like if this is the best one, nope, then oh no. It won't be over. You know, because I mean, three and a half is so much fun. And I know three gets a bad rap. But I mean, listening to his little brain process, like, well, okay, so I need to bring my bunny to teachers and friends today because bunny will be afraid if he's not with me today. You know, and just hearing him like, like reason with me about Whoa. why he needs to bring Bunny. I'm like, I can get on board with Bunny going with you. That's yeah. fine. But she's just so like, this is the most important thing to me right now, Mom. Well, yeah, like with the dinosaur. And he like, wants to go see that dinosaur <laughs> all the time. And so like just the, the very early stages of really being able to express himself mm -hmm. and explain to you what is going on in his world. Mm -hmm. I just love it. It's oh, going to get better. It's going it. to get better. It. I just adore it. It is going to get better. So don't <laughs> worry. Don't worry that like it's going to like the, the best age is going to pass by and yeah. then it'll be downhill or something. No. Every... Every, I, I swear, every, every year I said, oh, this is my favorite year. And then the next year I was, oh, oh, this is my favorite age. Oh, mm -hmm. this is my favorite age for them to be. It, it just keeps getting better. It that's, does. It that's does. Awesome. That's awesome. So don't worry. Don't worry. It'll keep getting better. So now I have two boys. And so I'm just delighted by the idea of being a very old woman and having these two grown men, like, take care of me yes. and wait on me hand and foot. Is this um, a reasonable goal? No, it's not going <laughs> to happen. I'm sorry to be the realist. I'm sorry, Denise. I just really, no. I just really want them to be like, mother, what do you need? Mother. Mother, what do you need? Oh, my gosh. Say, that's a little creepy. Oh. oh, my gosh. No, no. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. Just hope okay, they pick out if, a nice home for you. Well, that's the thing. Because what if they, one of them is like a very successful lawyer, let's just say. And okay. so he builds me like my own cabin oh. somewhere. And then he like hires a staff for me. Like, that would that be good? That would be great. That would be better than good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you should hold your breath. <laughs> but that's just kind of what I'm, you know, like 
shooting shooting for. for. You know? Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> I'm gonna Good. put that I, into I, the universe. I really hope that that works out for you. <laughs> but watch, it'll come true. But all they will do is just throw money at the problem and never actually and visit. never <laughs> actually see you. That would be so sad. I know. It's like. Be careful what you wish for. I know. Maybe yeah, the staff maybe. they hire will be really nice. <laughs> they might be. They could be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when um, are you going to go to your next pawn shop? On the way out, um, of, out of Moline? Stop. There's one, like, not too far. Stop. Um, it'll be closed when I leave here today. <laughs> I am going tomorrow. <laughs> What's the best pawn shop in the quads? Where oh, my gosh. I go? They're all my <laughs> Sorry, I almost jumped out of my chair. Yeah, I did. What's the best one? Okay, so the way I see it, each pawn shop that you go to, and I've gone to ones in different states, of course I have, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they're all known for something different. So, for instance, I feel like the pawn shop, and I have no like statistical data to back this up, it's just my own data, um, I feel that the pawn shop in East Moline pays out the best. So, like, if you're going to take something in there to sell, I feel like they pay the best. Okay. However, I feel like the pawn shop in Moline has the best prices. Okay. On Which jewelry. one in Moline? Pawn King. Pawn King. Pawn okay. King, yeah. I feel like in jewelry they have the best prices. Um, now don't forget you can still <laughs> I'm telling you as if you're I gonna go. Okay. I might. What would you do if you walked into a pawn <gasps> shop and I was there like buying some jewelry? You'd be like I'd Wait. Scream. It's why? Fine. Why? Now, I want that item. Oh. And then there would be some sort of a bidding There'd be war. A brawl. Yes. A brawl in the parking lot. <laughs> Yikes. You'd make the news. Those are my kids' <laughs> birthstones. Put it down, lady. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> yes. So, um, Pond King, best prices in Moline. Um, oh, now here's an interesting thing about a pawn shop. I was just at a pawn shop in. Uh, I think it was Iron Mountain, Wisconsin. Okay. I don't know, in the Upper Peninsula, um, over Christmas time. See, so I oh, Such a you know festive what? Festive time it, for it was, but I didn't count that as a pawn. Like I didn't count that as a visit. I was still on a hiatus. Okay. Uh huh. I was still banned, but well, I. Well, that's when you're just like checking out the local, like the shops. local shops, yeah. right? Yeah, that's and it was different. with family. That's totally different. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Um, they, I was talking to them about their jewelry. Check this out. If you try to sell them uh, like a let's say a ring even if it has like a four carat diamond they don't have a jeweler or a gemologist or whoever to verify that it's a diamond so they don't give you money for that diamond they just weigh it and pay you what it's worth for that like <gasps> ounce of gold oh my gosh that seems like a that seems like a terrible idea yes yeah i thought but, that was crazy but then does that mean that they will sell something that is incredibly valuable because and at a low price because they don't have any idea if it's valuable. Well, see, that's what I was wondering, and I was upset at myself because I was on my hiatus. I did not you have did not my diamond supplies. tester with yeah. me because you better, better believe I would have gone through every single ring in that cabinet to see if one was real. And yeah, yeah, because they were all pretty inexpensive. I mean, really inexpensive. Yeah. So, so I wonder. I wonder. There's probably. There, oh, there are diamonds to be had in the Upper Peninsula. <laughs> Marianne, you are the funnest. Well, thanks, Denise. Thanks for letting me be on your show. Do you realize that we have talked for 52 minutes? <gasps> yeah. How long is so, an episode? Well, an episode is usually an hour. So okay. I was going to put this on the front of an episode. Uh -oh. I think you're an episode yes! of your own girlfriend. Yes! 
I've always wanted that. Yes. It's like, oh gosh, that's just, it made my year. That made my year. I am so glad that you came thank and I'm so very much. grateful to your friend for buying you this package. Oh my gosh, yes. Another thank you to Dan Van Ho. <laughs> Golly. What a, what a day it's been, Dan. Thank you okay, so much. Okay, so um, the, uh, the Grace Gala people reached out and said if I wanted to do it again this year. <gasps> so should I make being a podcast guest like the, the prize this year? Or should I do the day, like the full deal, you know, well, like I, you had? It's been a great day. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, it's been, I, I, it's been so good. Um, I mean, see, I could I have given you like a charcuterie board or something. That would have made <laughs> it better. A glass of wine would be nice. I know. Next time, maybe like wine yeah. and then like a little snack. Because I don't have snack. any snacks for you. But you did buy me water and then lie about it. I just went upstairs and got some water. Yes. Relax. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the water. Thank you very much. Uh, well, and there's a little swag bag coming to you, too. Is there? Yeah. Uh-huh. For real? Yeah. Oh, that's I exciting. mean, there's no jewelries in it, but I mean, it's swag nonetheless. It's <laughs> swag nonetheless. Um, I don't know, because if you, it's so nice that you're willing to donate again. Yeah. I just, I wonder, because like we were talking about earlier, people don't know what we were talking about earlier, so I'll tell you what we were talking about earlier. We were talking about how when I, because of my friend, got to come here for the day, I figured that because it was at a school fundraiser that you, Denise, were expecting a Right. Child right. to show like up. Like an 11-year-old boy I, who came last year. Yes. <laughs> but you got me instead. Um, so I think it depends. Like, yeah, you, don't, you depends have no idea who. if it's going to be a child or an yeah. adult. Um, because, like, I don't, I don't know if, yeah. a, like, a, an 11-year-old would be into podcasts. Now, my teenagers are into podcasts. Are they really? Yes. Oh, I like hearing that. Oh, yeah. Okay. They probably oh, yeah. don't want to listen to a parenting podcast, though. Um, they're going to they, listen, listen to, to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I have to drive them around the block and blast it at and full just volume. blast it. Yep. It's not over yet. <laughs> Keep listening. So, um, yeah. So, they listen to podcasts. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to see. Yeah, think about that. That's okay. awesome that you're willing to do yeah. that again. Um, my friend Amber Mathias, yes. her kids go to the school. Yes. And so I have no problem helping out Amber. That is any awesome. Time, so. All right, Marianne, you have been a tremendous guest. And um, there's a very good chance you might be asked back because <gasps> I think you're fantastic. Well, so. I think you're pretty great yourself, Denise. And I would love to come back. Yay! And I can bring my whole assortment of things I've purchased. Wouldn't that be so fun? <laughs> If I get a call from my poor in-laws and they're like, what are you doing? I know. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that your family had connections to a jeweler. I'm sorry. No, it's totally okay. Expressions Jewelry in um, Expressions Jewelers in uh, Davenport. They're the best. Okay. If you want to go to a jewelry store in yes, the yes. Expressions, they're the best. Excellent. Ask for Mary or Jim. Beautiful. They're awesome. And they did not pay me to say that. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to On a Mother Level. Tell Marianne, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest. Leave some feedback in the reviews. Leave us a, um, a little five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend and have a great rest of your day. Bachelor episode two. A little recap. I asked on Instagram if you wanted me to recap the episodes and the majority of you said yes. The people who said no, I firmly believe don't listen to the podcast at all. So I'm not going to take it personally that they don't want to hear my commentary on The Bachelor. They do want to hear Lauren Jackson's commentary on The Bachelor. Hey, fans, ask me again. <laughs> Love you You were nominated. Yes, you got the nom to uh, come and <laughs> participate so in this flattered. recap. I mean, 
let's face it, the competition is not fierce. <laughs> I, I think James was some tough comp. Yeah, that's true. People do want to hear from James, but that dummy didn't um, watch this episode. So Well, and I think if um, Turner would agree, Denise's husband, uh, I would quickly be kicked out of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yes, swiftly. Turner watching any reality show with us is absolutely hilarious. So Denise and I yeah. watch quite a few reality shows, and, and usually Turner is around for this occasion, and he'll make a quick comment like, did you hear what she just said? Yeah. And, and it's like he's acting like he's not watching or listening, but he surely is. <laughs> well, so the other day I was watching Vanderpump Rules, and he was like, here's the thing I don't understand about this show. He's like, it's just normal kids, but they're doing photo shoots. <laughs> <laughs> he literally... I was like, well, yeah, technically they do start out as normal kids, but I think we would all agree at this point that Tom Sandoval is not just your average Tom. No. You know, you're just your Tom Joe You know Blow. I prefer Schwartzy. Yeah, and I prefer Sandoval, so that's where we really clash. We do. We have some beef. Tell us your thoughts. Schwartz or Sandoval? Thanks. <laughs> Clearly Sandoval. Why? Because Schwartz is just a big dummy. He, they're both big dummies, but at least Schwartz is like a lovable, funny guy. Well, they're both funny, but... Yeah, but Sandoval, like, at least takes himself a little bit seriously where he's like, we're going to work hard and we're going to impress Lisa with our new restaurant and we're going to, like, try to have some money smarts. Whereas Tom's like, I'll write a check. It might bounce. I don't know, Katie. I just, I appreciate <laughs> that he's realistic. I don't want, I don't need Tom's fake. I'm not here for the fake. And I think Sandoval is a little fake. Ooh, okay. He pretends to be this guy that's got it together when we all know that you don't have it together. So let's just, Interesting. let's just go there with that. Okay. One. Well, I have not started the new season, so we can't dive into that. But we can talk about what we came here for, okay? And we came here for a little Bachelor. And Lauren, you would like to say, first of all, that you're not vibing on Peter at all. No, I, I don't understand why us as a nation is watching <laughs> this vanilla man. Like, yeah. he's a, a, yes, he's cute and attractive and he seems like a nice guy. But I just don't know why we are idolizing this Joe Schmo average guy. Like, he, if we all saw him in a bar, we'd be like, yeah, he's cute, whatevs, and keep going. My only thing is I feel like he's got a little game. I do. I do think he's got a little game because for some reason that Hannah Brown cannot stay off of his lap. And that's not because he's vanilla toast. You know what I mean? No, we're literally watching paint dry. Peter, it just doesn't do it for me. Here's why I think I might like Peter a little bit, even though I do not like vibe with him like physically he's not really my type because I don't enjoy 12 year old boy faces yeah. you know what I mean here's why I think I might vibe with him well and that's because you can tell that his love language is physical touch and so is mine you know what I mean <laughs> so I just feel like we would have that in common and we would really really um speak the same language if I you will. I don't know if I could say this, but I think Peter needs an STD test. There needs <laughs> oh to be God. some kind of... He needs to calm down. Well, I think they do do that before the show, honestly. They well, do good, test good, because this man clearly is interested in that with every girl that is Okay, here. so he can't possibly be vanilla then. I mean, if he can just like... I think you can enjoy... Bippity-boppity-boo around. I think you can boo with every girl and still be pretty vanilles. Um, he just does... I mean, he's not ugly. He's just boring. I don't know why we're idolizing this average guy yeah. when we there's guys out there that are probably just as attractive and doing awesome things for the world. I fear that our standards have fallen to the point where we are impressed by mere employment. Yeah. Like just because he has a job and what appears to be like a decent mom and dad I don't know. We need more ladies. We need more. We need to hold ourselves to a higher standard. <laughs> I mean he's better than I mean when they were like, like in that first episode when they're running like maniacs out of the airplane hangar because they're like Peter's here with his plane and it's like okay he holds a steady job. 
excellent, bare minimum. Like, congratulations. (laughs) You might get to fly somewhere for free. Now, compete for his love. I have a huge problem with the way the episode started. Because I knew that they were going to tease this Hannah thing into something it wasn't. I knew that. I'm not saying that I didn't realize that. But we didn't even see the conversation climax, if you will. (laughs) And we did not see it end. It just was done. And then he had sparkles on his pants. Here's my recap. Of that, just that scene. <sighs> Hannah Brown's back. Okay. Can she go away at any point? Has any bachelorette or bachelor contestant in history, like, clung to the spotlight as much as Hannah Brown has? You really think she's a clinger? Kinda. It's like I like her, but I also don't like her. Okay. She's, like, relatable, but then I'm also like, can you just go? It didn't work out for you. You've had some tough times. <laughs> You've got a country singer <laughs> writing embarrassing songs about you. Time to move on, Hannah Brown. Well, here's the thing. Hannah Brown is canceled. I'm sick of seeing you. I'm ready for you to go. That's kind of my thought because Jed had a pesky ex-girlfriend that ruined things between him and Hannah. Is Hannah now the pesky ex-girlfriend that is ruining things for Peter? Or did producers ask her to come back? I don't think they... Well, I think they clearly asked her to come back to do that, that stupid windmill story. But I think she was probably all emotional from the Dancing with the Stars. You know what I mean? Like, you danced all day. You're exhausted. Then you see your ex-boyfriend, and you're like, ugh, now I'm losing my mind. Can we and the call producers him her ex-boyfriend, though? Yeah, I feel like they always use that term. I don't think it's fair. You don't have yeah, 45 ex-boyfriends. I mean, you yeah. turned Peter down. And I'm not saying that you don't get to have a second chance. You don't get to regret your mistake. But he's clearly doing something else now, and you're just here to mess with his head. Yeah. And I don't appreciate it. Canna Brown is canceled. Time to go. He he does still like her. Bottom line. Hands down. And if Hannah Brown said, Peter, I want to be your girlfriend, he'd say, okay. Like. Yeah, that's true. Hannah doesn't want it. So why are you sitting there? You might think for a minute, oh, it could have been nice if I picked him. But if he wasn't The Bachelor, would you... Would you regret not picking him? Ooh, that's the million-dollar question. Is it a case of, I didn't want you until someone else did? Right, until Mm. all these girls were crawling out of the woodwork for you. Mm -hmm. Which also, let's not all pretend like they're here for Peter. You sign up for The Bachelor before you know who The Bachelor is. And then they're like, I knew it was, I'm so happy it was Peter. I'm like, okay. Okay, there's like smoke coming off your microphone because you are just coming in hot with the hot takes. (laughs) So anyway, okay, my (laughs) recap of Peter. Okay, great, Hannah Brown's back. Oh, they're kissing. No, they did not kiss. That's important to note. They did not kiss. Well, here's the thing. If they would have just kissed, I think the tension would have gone away. And then they would have been like, oh, yeah, okay, you're right. Like, we are meant to be just friends. You know what I mean? But the fact that they just kind of, like, were like, oh, sit on me with your sequin dress, I think that's what caused this this tension to go up that maybe wouldn't have existed had they just gotten it over with already. But I just feel like, and then he was, she was like, I can't do this. Or he said he couldn't do this. And then they were just like, okay, see you later. That's what I don't like about resolve. it. I'm like, so are we going to see Hannah Brown again? Is, is she for sure leaving? <laughs> what, what I feel. Like, you're like, I actually need to see her in a vehicle taking off. Yeah, like I'm going to need evidence. I need to see <laughs> Hannah Brown saying sayonara. Like the girl that said, I've seen Hannah Brown every day. I've seen Peter. I'm like, me too. Like, I'm, I feel you, Natasha. Me too. Like, why? Why is this Hannah Brown season? I missed it. Natasha did take it tremendously personally, which I found very stupid. Yeah, she should really have let that go. I'm like, you're not shining yourself in a good light here. Like, you could, but, but, okay. Natasha annoyed me, but I feel like she would have been me. You know me. Yes. I love to stick it. Be like, you did me wrong this way. I mm-hmm. love to like stand as up as opposed for to myself. that other blondie who was like, I understand you have feelings. It's fine. And then he was like, let's do a slow dance. And that then, was the yeah. gross. That's McKenna. <laughs> That was okay. the sickest, 
scene I've ever seen. That was the most forced, fake, yes. like, she clearly is just faking it. Like, she's, I, I believe that she maybe likes Peter, but I think she was just like, we're going to have a cute moment. Like, and she just, like, forced yeah. this, you need to teach me how to slow dance or two-step. She said something like, you need to teach me how to dance. Oh, no, the idiot, she goes... Oh, we need to line dance. And he was like, oh. we're going to need music for that. Like, you know, she was probably like, you idiot, you fool. Why did you say line dance, you moron? Right. We need to line dance. And also, where's Peter from? Do you know? Where is he from? Uh, L.A., California. Great. Why do we have an L.A. man line dancing? I'm from Texas. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, not here for these fake line dances. Thank you, McKenna. <laughs> like, you can tell she's going to last a hot minute, but she's not going to make it, like, I think she's probably, she'll, she will last a long time because she's not, like, annoying to be around, you know no. what I mean? But she'll, like, he'll just be like, meh. Like, yeah, if like, I have to hang out with anyone on a Wednesday, like, like that'll be fine. Yeah, like, McKenna's fine. Yeah. But she won't annoy me. McKenna. Right. Like, that was the most forced scene ever. I was not there for it. I was like, okay, you're done. Where do you stand on how forced Champagne Gate was? Okay. I know she's Miss Iowa, so we're really going to be... I'm going to be upsetting the audience here. I brought this champagne all the way from Des Moines. Okay. Look, homegirl, they have Andre in Los Angeles as well. Yeah. It's available at every gas station. <laughs> Your $6.99 <laughs> yeah. champagne? Like, you got that at the airport. I just a little duty-free. I was waiting Admit for her it. to tell me that it was like, my grandma gave it to me for the yes. man I love. Like, I was waiting for this this story no. that would make me understand why she was so upset. No, it was just a purchase. She it was just, just a plain old purchase. You borrowed my mascara. Like, okay. <laughs> like, which is gross, but y'all know what I'm saying. I, first off, think she had way too much makeup on. Um, I couldn't get over it. Um, do you think she looks like Busy Phillips? Uh, think about it. I, I would have to think about it. Right. But I really like Busy Phillips's appearance. I think she's very pretty. Well, I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you think she looks like Busy Phillips? I don't know. I don't find Kelsey okay. to be that pretty. Hot take. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just want right. to see her without some right. makeup. I want to see her in like a gen- Like, she definitely just looked a little dolled up. And I was like, I can't see the real you. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> As we both sit here with like massive facefuls of I makeup right now. I have fake eyelashes on every single day. So I'm a, a big <laughs> hypocrite. Um, but if she just, you can't tell me that she didn't look a little cakey compared to the other girls. Yeah, that's true. But her romper thing, so cute. Yeah. That white romper. Well, you know, and Peter loves a power jumpsuit. He's already said. Yeah, it was really cute. Okay. I do not think that Hannah Ann knew that that was her Of course she didn't. No. I'm on The Bachelor. If you think that I'm not going to turn a corner and expect there to be twinkle lights and champagne waiting for me. Yeah. You're dumb. Well, yeah. And you know that if they could have, Hannah Ann would have said, Dude, like, they gave this to me. How was I supposed to know? Right. You know, but they can't. No, I don't think she knew that that was Kelsey Champagne. I see why Kelsey maybe doesn't like Hannah Ann. She rubs me a wrong way, too. Yeah. Um, she has a very punchable face. Yeah, it's real Botox looking <laughs> and some serious clear lip fillers. Oh, see, I don't, I'm not seeing those things, but I'm just seeing, like, she just has a real smirky face. You it's know what I mean? Mouth. Like, what? Like, Peter likes me. So what? Like, yeah, oh, my like, God. Oh, like, I can't even help it. She's the girl that says, I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> like, yes. She's really sorry that you feel that way, but right. she genuinely doesn't care. Right. It's but not, I think she's, yeah. she's, like, pretty and cute, and I think she's going to go far. She's that one that, yes. like... She's definitely not the girl's friend, but the guy likes her. Yeah. And I guess she I will swing that. she will swing the train of a dress and hit you right there on the runway. Oh, she yeah. will. Yeah. She has no problem she will. with it. Doesn't care if you're insecure and crying about it. Mm-mm. She's gonna walk down in the wedding dress, which I thought was a tactical move. I kinda liked it. Oh yeah. Um, and they like they put people in these outfits for a reason. Do you think yeah. they walked up to any old girl and be like, hey, like put on this like kind of wedding dress sort of a thing? Like you know, she was game for that wedding dress. Right. 
Which um, I'm fine. I thought she looked great. But she got a lot of airtime on the very first episode. Like, yes. her, you met her, like, family. So you can tell the girls that are going to be here for a minute. Because, like, I don't need to meet anybody's family. Like, right. Here, and just the whole Hannah name. Like, okay, Hannah Brown, get out of here. Like, stealing Han- <laughs> Hannah Ann. Like, mm. it's very so southern. I do not think that she knew about the champagne. Nope. I think Kelsey, for Kelsey to come out there and yell at Peter and Hannah together. That's not a good look. I was like, oh my gosh, that was bad. Yeah. You shined up for this knowing you were going to compete with other women. You can't come out jealous green-eyed monster. You know what I'm saying? That show gets to people. You know what I mean? Like you spend 48 hours in that place and suddenly you're like, I don't think so, Miss Lady with the champagne. Yeah. So I don't think Hannah Ann knew. I think Kelsey was being extra dramatic. Yes. But I also... Because, okay, so imagine, imagine off camera the producers are like, we have set up your champagne in the most perfect setting. Like, just wait for it. So I almost feel like in her ear, they were building up this huge thing, amplifying her response. You know what I mean? I just think that Kelsey could have tactically played that way better than Mm -hmm, she did. mm -hmm. I don't think Hannah Ann knew... I don't think she cares that she did it, though. No. Like, now that she knows that it was Kelsey, she's, like, letting Kelsey crumble, and she's just like... Totally agree. Mm, okay. Like, yeah, I made a yeah. mistake. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's an I'm sorry you feel that way, girl. She's, but she is letting Kelsey crumble in front of her. Yes, and she's that's just like, true. Oh, okay. Um, I, yeah, I don't think Kelsey's shine. And she's a liar. She flat out has already lied to Peter's face. Remind me. I didn't bully her. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't bully her. Okay, but why is Peter getting involved in that nonsense? This is episode two and you're already confronting the girls about who's a bully and who's not. Like, homeboy, come on. Yeah. Like, I'm like I'm stressed by the fact that he was so easily swayed to go ahead and do that already. You know, the producers are probably like, hey, the girls are arguing over who's a bully. And he was like, I'll handle this. Like, no, just let that, just let it ride. Dude. I think he likes Kelsey and I think he likes Hannah Ann. Yeah. Um... I think he likes Hannah Ann more than he likes Kelsey. Agreed. Yes. But I just, if these girls were smart, hot take, if I was on The Bachelor, (laughs) I would not be competing for the man. I would be competing for the fan fave to be The Bachelorette. Yes. That's important. That's That's important. Why do I want to fight with a hundred dogs for a guy that I don't even really know? He could totally stink. Yeah, that's true. Or I could have a bunch of men fighting for me. Ah, glorious. <laughs> a wardrobe. Ah, even better. My own show. Ah. Um. Yeah. So clearly, Hannah Ann won the prize of the night. Forty thousand dollars from Revolve. That's better than getting Peter. <laughs> I completely agree. I, she's completely done. Agree. Even if she got yeah. sent home that day, I'd be like, "That's fine with all my bags." <laughs> and Peter carried them for her. Loved it. So I loved that. Um. Now the sentimental moment of the night. Madison is the winner because he gave her the picture of her and the parents. Which, I'm sorry, you're not giving any old Joe like a picture of your mom and dad. I think she's going to go really far. Yeah, clearly. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Except those teeth. Did you notice her? No. She was smiling. She's seriously gorgeous. I am not dogging on any of these girls' looks. They're all like dimes. But she was like laughing and smiling, and all I could see was her mouth and her teeth. Oh. She was, I mean, it was probably a genuine true smile. Okay. But I was just like, what is happening? Like, she looked like she was about to eat Peter's face. Here's why I'm not here for Maddie, and maybe you don't know this. She appeared to comment on her own Instagram post, calling herself genuine and real, but trying to act like it came from a friend. Mm -hmm. And then 
she, to try to cover it up, made, like, someone else come along and be like, oopsie, didn't mean I was actually signed on to your account, like, my bad. And then she was like, haha, girl, no worries. So I have a huge problem with this because the cover-up is way worse than the lie. Yeah, I definitely way worse think than that the lie. she, I did read that, that she had, like, made some fake accounts yeah. or something about herself. Well, because think about it. If you were my friend, okay, if and you were... <laughs> If I was Denise's friend. Okay, no. Okay, so, so you're my friend. All right, let's, okay, we'll establish that as a baseline. Exactly. If you're my friend and I'm on The Bachelor, okay, and I have some date, you would not be writing something nice on my comments. You would be like, um, nice date and all, but you're an idiot. Like, why don't you try maybe, like, brushing your teeth next time? You know what I mean? Like, you, if you were my true friend, you would make, like, some silly little comment to me. You would, like do an inside joke the day that you wrote on my instagram denise you are genuine and real no like i don't yeah. even i don't even know i that either day. would i would gas you up and be like flames like fire like <laughs> love her like i would do, but i wouldn't be like she's a genuine true human being like i definitely <laughs> no. would have like i either would have been like i definitely would have made some kind of sarcastic comment yes. it either would have been very nice about you but more like funny yes or it would have been my my teeth example was not it would have been like Denise had a wedgie the whole time. Yeah. Like something hilarious. Yeah. Um, but that's just me as a person. Um, <laughs> no, I, there's definitely some fishy. I'm smelling some fish there, but I mm -hmm. don't think it's going to enter. I don't I think it's no, just enough. It's just not a good look. I just but I think it's just enough press to get people talking about her and paying attention to yeah. her. Like you think it came out. I mean, look what it came out at a pretty good time, like right in the beginning. So like we instantly know okay. who she is. Okay, okay. Because there are so many girls that are forgettable. I'm like, who is this girl? Yeah, like, who, true. Who are you? But That's the know. hardest part about watching these early episodes is I'm like, Do you matter? Yeah. <laughs> There's she, one girl was like, there's only 19 girls left. I'm like, God, okay. 19, <laughs> wow. Shocker. <laughs> Wake me up in six weeks. Literally, like, come find me when there's like seven and then we can chat. It's like the beginning of America's Next Top Model. I was like, let's just get through the, the uggos. Come on. How did this episode end? Where did we end up? Kelsey crying in the bathroom. She's like, why do I always cry at these things? I do find her to be kind of funny. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I find her to be pretty real. Like, I think she genuinely got mad. She genuinely, genuinely acted on her emotions. Okay. I think they were wrong. I think she should have been smarter. But um, she was crying in the bathroom because Peter called her out for being a bully. Okay. But he didn't, like, send her home or anything. Um, and then he gave, who did he give the rose to, like, out of nowhere? Oh, oh Ariana Grande, yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> Victoria. I call her Ariana Grande, because that's what no, she No, no, no. Like. He did. He gave her a rose. Wait, because he had, like, a moment with the one, and was that the one he had the moment with the McKenna, and she was like, I'm so confident about the rose, and then he gave it to somebody else? No, that, Kelsey said she was confident about the rose. She's like, I'm really confident in our relationship. Like, we're good. Okay. And then he gave okay, the rose okay. to Victoria, who was the girl, who is hilarious. You guys got to listen to Victoria's commentary, because she was cracking me up. I'm not here for all her crying. Um, she cries a lot, but she is funny. She looks like Ariana Grande. She's seriously so cute. She was the one that was almost won the the modeling with um, Hannah Ann. Oh, Hannah Ann. Oh, oh Hannah that's, Ann. That's, that's, that's Vicky F. Yeah, Vicky, yeah. <laughs> Vicky F. <laughs> I don't think she goes by Vicky. No, no, technically not, but I'm going to refer to her as such. I refer to her as Ariana Grande. Because <laughs> um, I really think they look just alike. Why? She looks like Shay Mitchell and Ariana Grande had a baby and made Vicky F. Okay, so I'm scrolling through my little Instagrammies right now because I want to see if we've missed anything. Champagne Gate, hilarious. Talk I would Champagne have Gate. died if my the bullying. If, oh, oh yeah, Denise, I'm talking about the recapping. If, oh, and then they showed another um another fast forward. If Denise though, yeah, pause yeah. on go, Champagne. Go, go. Right, if sorry. some but if you were in front on a first date essentially mm -hmm. with a hot guy in the champagne 
popped in your face, oh <laughs> I would die. Wouldn't yeah. you just die? Yeah, like especially like 10 years ago, that sort of thing I would have been embarrassed about for weeks. And I would still actually like lay in it bed at night and sometimes think like, wow, like it could have worked out with that guy, except I blasted the champagne in my face. I think Her reaction was pretty good. Like she could have like spit and sputtered and like oh, been yeah. gross about it. But she didn't. Um, I think it's embarrassing because of her big whole fuss about the champagne and then it slapped in her face. That. But that's going to be that thing that keeps you up at night where you're like, oh my God. Like that, remember mm-hmm. that everybody has that embarrassing moment that haunts them. Constant. That's hers. Yeah. That's going to be hers. She's going to, I mean, that's your bachelor, like <laughs> that's who you are on the bachelor champagne girl. I had a tiny champagne girl moment today at the gym. <gasps> I glonked myself in the head with a kettlebell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and the, tra- the trainer, trainer John, was like, did you just hit yourself in the head with that? And I was like, yeah. He's like, where? How? <laughs> were you guys doing one of these? He's like, you idiot. Uh, we were doing um, kettlebell um, snatches. Oh, the snatches. Not a fan of the snatches. <laughs> yeah, you know, where you, like, start at the bottom, and then you pull all the way uh-huh. up. And so when I pulled past, <laughs> it was like, doink. Yeah, oh, I should have sat out for the rest of the rest of the day. Time to leave. I didn't even show up today, so you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, I am. <laughs> Sorry, you feel that way. Whatever. I was busy. Um, okay. Predictions for um, what we think about is going to happen because they showed that they showed that Peter's mother clip again, Barbara. where she was going. Yeah, where Bab said, um, "Bring her home, bring her home." Which, Don't by the way, this one go. I looked closely. She's not actually crying. Those are fake tears. I'm the mother of a three year old. I know fake tears when I don't see them. Um, Bam. I did. I, I don't know why everybody's obsessed with this scene. I could care less because it's a red herring. This scene is a lie. Like we're yeah. gonna see it, and and he's gonna be like. She accidentally took my to-go food. And, and Barbara's going to go, bring her home. Yeah. Bring those grabbering goons home to us. <laughs> she stole my diamond ring. Bring her back. It's going to be something so dumb. And when we see it, we're going to go, ow. What mom cares that much? She's just going to tell no. Peter, pick whoever your heart desires. Yes. No way is she. Although this mom is a little cray because this is the one who was like clapping and cheering loudly during the after the final rose when they talked about Peter being a real like windmill windmill guy. Yeah. And she was all like, "Woo, yeah, my son. Oh, <laughs> gosh. That's why he needs an STD Scary. check. Hot take. He, no bachelor has ever put his paws on all the girls like this. Oh, Yes. Who? Um, well, like the guy who apparently has slept with the most is like old school Bob Guinea. Oh, I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to know your like old school but bachelor it, but triv. But it's, it's been a while though. In, in my, I don't know. Who? I don't know. You can't think of a, one guy that. Well, has... I think I think Nick Vile is oh, known for gosh. being a little bit handsy. Um, Peter is Peter is all about the tongue. He is all in there. He's quick with the tongue. Quick. Ready to kiss them all. Which I guess is fair. I guess I wouldn't want to propose to you unless I knew what was up. Well, and not to mention, like, if conversations get awkward, like, just move in for it. Like, yeah, just, just kiss Just silence me. this. Yeah, like, you're a dead. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Um, Lauren. Denise. That's all we have time for. Okay. Chicky. Ooh, I am interested, though, in what that engagement, that last thing where Chris Harrison comes out. And oh, like, that's a red herring, too. Why do you, a red herring? What what does this mean? Like that a means rare like, bird? <laughs> like I'm confused. Okay, first of all, a herring is a fish. Oh, right? really? No, there's for sure a bird named a bird herring. Really? A pickled herring is not a bird. <laughs> oh man, no, it's a fish. Can we cut this part yeah, out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. So it just basically means that they're putting out this clue that doesn't actually mean anything. It's sort of like if you're covering up a murder, you want to like put out a red herring so the detectives are like, ooh, here's this Dunkin' Donuts cup. 
Maybe it has DNA on it, but the Dunkin' Donuts cup has nothing to do with the crime. It's a red herring. Gotcha. Okay, herring is a fish. Yes. Heron is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you weren't totally off. Just no. like a I don't, little bit. I'm 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 bad with the Look, if animals. any of this yeah, if any of these terms are wrong, like just move on. I want right. you to move past it. Um definitely, definitely interested in the season. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. feel like it's very clear who is going to end up in the end. Go. I think Hannah Ann. Okay. I think Madison. Okay. I could see Kelsey going far. Okay. And Victoria. I think Vicky F. will okay. travel far. She's likable. I could see her being the next Bachelorette. She's... Vicky F. Interesting. She's so likable. Oh, she was hilarious. Take. She's, like, open about her insecurities. Like, that... America likes that. Okay, well... A real girl. We are a spoiler-free zone, and so I am not going to react to anything that you have just said, as I do know some stuff. Oh, lordy. I don't. Neither. Um, okay, guys. If you want Lauren back on the uh, next recap, just send me a little Insta. If you have a better suggestion of someone who's actually funny, <gasps> let me know. Yeah, it's true. Honestly, you guys. <laughs> um, so thank you all. I think this was a funny episode. Marianne Tyler was fantastic. And um, okay, visit your nearest pawn shop. Goodbye. You have been listening to the WQAD Podcast Network.